It's Thursday, August 17th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A hostage situation at a Tennessee apartment complex erupted into gunfire early Wednesday when police entered the residence after an hours-long standoff, leaving two brothers barricaded inside dead and wounding four officers and the hostage, authorities said. The episode began Tuesday afternoon when the Clarksville Police Department executed arrest warrants at the apartment complex on aggravated burglary charges for the two brothers. According to preliminary information provided by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, it did not say specifically whose gunfire hit those who were injured or killed. The Bureau said the situation escalated when officers entered the apartment and gunfire broke out shortly after 12.30 a.m., which is when the Green brothers were killed. The four officers' wounds were not considered life-threatening. In other news, the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note hit a 15-year high, threatening steeper costs for many borrowers and raising concern on Wall Street about the potential fallout in the stock, bond, and housing markets. A key benchmark for interest rates across the economy, the 10-year yield settled at 4.258%, according to TradeWeb. That was up from 4.220% Tuesday and marked its highest close since June 2008. Months before the collapse of Lehman Brothers, an expansive Federal Reserve policy ushered in more than a decade of historically low bond yields. The rise in yields is making investors nervous because past surges have at times proved destabilizing for markets. U.S. stocks fell Wednesday, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropping roughly 181 points. Around the world, a crowd vandalized eight churches and several homes following accusations of blasphemy against Islam. In Pakistan's most populated province of Punjab on Wednesday, according to government authorities and residents, stoking tensions between local Muslim and minority Christian communities. The National Commission for Human Rights said the number of churches burnt has risen to eight in an update on Wednesday, calling the situation sad and shameful. Pakistani Christian communities are regularly targeted with the country's strict blasphemy laws, which activists say have historically been manipulated to persecute minorities and isolate them from public life. Multiple churches, including the town's Catholic Church, the Salvation Army Church, and the Pentecostal Church, as well as the local Christian colony, were also vandalized and set on fire. Meanwhile, A Nicaraguan court ordered the government seizure of the Jesuit-run Central American University, declaring that the school was a, quote, center of terrorism, end quote. President Daniel Ortega's confiscation of the university is the latest blow to the Catholic Church, universities, and the remnants of Nicaragua's battered civil society. The government has expelled and imprisoned priests, including a bishop and many political opponents. The university said Wednesday that a court ordered the confiscation of its property and bank accounts, saying that the university had become a center of terrorism, organizing delinquent groups. The Jesuits said UCA had been the object of persecution by the Ortega regime since 2018, when the university tried to protect thousands of students who took to the streets to protest Ortega government policies. And back in the U.S., 
A new trilateral alliance linking the U.S., South Korea, and Japan will enhance cooperation among the nations in key areas, including ballistic missile defenses to counter rising threats from North Korea and China. The leaders of the U.S., Japan, and South Korea are meeting Friday at Camp David, where they are expected to announce details of the agreement, which also will cover intelligence sharing, supply chains, and cybersecurity. President Biden hopes that America's two strongest allies in the region, which have a history of mutual antagonism, will embrace the benefits of a unified trilateral bloc. Friday's meeting with South Korea's President Yoon Suk-yeol and Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida will be the first summit to take place at the presidential retreat since Mr. Biden took office. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.